So on August 28th, there was a uh, update from a pretty secretive company that Elon Musk's been working on mm-hmm. for some time. You've heard about it a little bit. Yeah. It's focusing it's, on... It's not focused on Mars, which is... It's not focused yeah. on Mars, and it's not necessarily focused on green energy. Yeah. It's focused on brain-machine interfaces, and I thought it was a good topic to dive into here yeah, today. Yeah, for sure. And I think initially the the reaction from the general public, I think they were expecting another Elon Musk crazy demonstration. Um, so I think the feedback was a little lackluster, but yeah. when you really get into it, like what they're doing is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and I think they're making progress, which is... Thing, yeah, they're, they're, do, they're doing things we haven't seen before. Never before. Yeah. And it's, it's going to alter the course the, of humanity. It's going to alter yeah, the course uh, of humanity. It's science fiction in the real world. Yeah. And it's starting on the scale of, uh, of, of uh, uh, pigs. Yeah. Right and, and it's science fiction in the world that has the potential to end in, in the way that most terrifying science, science fiction movies do. Or it could just make the world so much better. Yeah, let's hope so. So uh, today we're going to talk about what actually is Neuralink. So, Bass, we'll start. Yeah, you, you want to kick it off with a little bit of uh, a little bit of background a brain, information, brain overview. a little brain overview, yeah, and we'll get to and to uh, what we've recently learned about Neuralink and, and what's the art of the possible. The Sounds future. good. Yeah, so I think the the most important information to, to have going into this is you have 86 billion neurons in your brain. What your neurons do is they send and receive information. And there's, there's multiple types of neurons, uh, and they generally have three parts, right? There's the dendrite, which receives a signal. There's the cell body called a soma. And that's what computes the signal. Mm-hmm. And then there's an axon which sends out the signal. Got it. That clear? So the axon sends out the information which gets processed by, by the soma slash soma. cell body. And then it gets received, received by, by the dendrite. By the dendrite. Got it. Okay. Exactly. And that's relevant because what we're talking about today with Neuralink is actually connecting into is is really initially analyzing that that communication between mm-hmm. within those neurons. So Everything that you're experiencing in life, all of your senses are just neurons firing, right? They're, they're electrical signals that send information back and forth. So like I'm, I'm smell, taste, touch, feelings, neurons, uh, picking firing. up cups, exactly. all from neurons. Yeah. And the way we measure those neurons are with devices called electrodes. And by we, <laughs> I don't mean us, I mean companies like Neuralink or, or medical practitioners. Mm-hmm. They're using these electrodes to figure out how the brain actually communicates within its within itself right so i think people oftentimes don't realize just how little we know about the brain i think obviously the the concept of consciousness is something we're, we're learning about every day uh, but there's a lot more that goes on in the brain that we're not fully aware of how it works so in reference to Neuralink, what they're specifically doing what elon musk's company is doing is reading these brain waves right at this point trying to understand it but yeah they're they, in an educational stage right but sure. there has been some examples maybe outside of Neuralink where humans have been able to, for an amputee, for example, have been able to um, read the brain waves of somebody who no longer has a limb, has has lost their right arm, but they can analyze what their brain waves look like as they're trying to uh, move that Mm -hmm. limb that's been cut off and actually understand uh, if they were to go in and put a artificial arm or a limb on that body, what types of brain signals they would need to align that artificial object to in order for them to essentially... And then, and then those senses can be received from when, when they're grasping onto a cup or a ball, 
they're they're able they to can sense. actually make feeling right. again. Right. Wow. Yeah. So so for Neuralink's purposes, with regards to uh, the most recent update that he just did for this for for um, V9 for or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. version nine. I guess you were saying it was somewhat somewhat anticlimactic because really, I think it was a live stream video mm-hmm. on August twenty eighth, right? And um, they were using a pig. I can't remember the pig's name. It was a cute little guy, though. Okay. Gertrude or something? Gertrude. Like yeah, is that what it was? It? Yeah, it was Gertrude. And really what they were doing is, is um, I think the biggest thing, from my understanding, is what they're testing right now is if we're going to be able to have these um, outside objects connecting into somebody's mind, they have to be viable in the real world, mm-hmm. right? We're not going to be able... I mean, we're talking your freaking brain here. Yeah. So if you're going to have like small like needle devices that are going to be protruding through your skull mm-hmm. into your brain... They have to be physically able, um, just like a human does, to move around, bump around, like be in a car, because your mind is over, your brain is always moving, right? right, constantly. And so, I guess a big part of what they were testing this time is a pig that's in a cage and he's falling around and doing whatever pigs do, and um, are trying to essentially show how capable this particular Neuralink product is, being able to connect into a brain without damaging. Um, Gertrude's right. ability to survive. To that live, and then right? also analyzing her, her movements. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, people were expecting Gertrude to get up on stage and start talking, I think. Was, <laughs> that was the, the expectation. But the, I mean, flying. Yeah, right. Fly. But what they were actually able to do was through analyzing her movements of limbs, they could predict her movements moving forward. Yeah. So it's fascinating. So we're at the stage right now where we're decoding what it takes for the human brain or for the, a pig's brain to make their body move, to to feel, to to actually, I mean, I guess like there's a big, still a gap in understanding at this point of how the brain actually operates, whether yeah. it's a human, whether it's a pig, right? And so I, I guess that because we're making this forward progress, now that we're able to have this Neuralink inside of a brain, we're able to start better analyzing and decoding how things work for the future state of being able yeah. to actually extend and for amputees be able to replace with artificial limbs yeah. uh, that can be controlled by the same human or brain wavelengths that you would use for a, a normal limb, right. right? And then and then down the line, who knows how long this will be because of how you know advanced we're getting, but down the line, actually have an outside machine be an extension of your memory, mm-hmm. of your understanding. That's when we get to the freaking matrix right. of Ex- things yeah, exactly. where you can download how to... How yeah. To, well, to, I, we're in an informational stage. I think yeah. it's it's tough to grasp just how little we know about the human brain, um, especially consciousness. Yeah. So I think what Neuralink is doing actually accelerates that process of figuring out how the brain really works and yeah. how it's communicating and what we just don't know. Yeah. And then once we have that information, that gives us the ability to actually build on top of that and then tap into it. But I mean, his vision, I think, for, for the initial stage, once it's approved for for human use which i think is probably a long way off would be you know dealing with uh different disorders with depression right. uh, anxiety i think you know amputees that there's a lot of things that it could be used for um we're a long ways off from yeah. telepathy and you know yeah. i'll text you just via my brain and you yeah. can pick it but there are those you know those potential steps in the future if we can literally download information to our brain i mean you go to a new city for the first time, yeah. but you can have a map. You can download a map of that city. You know I mean, it's like city. you've grown up there. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, it's that's incredible. Yeah. and that's just going to exponentially expand the capabilities right. of the human mind. And this goes back to our previous episode around artificial intelligence, too, right? Where we were episode concerned. One. Episode yeah. one, like if we were gonna, if we're concerned, which I think many of us are in the future, 
if if machines are able to have consciousness and are going to be capable of doing things that humans are, the only way that we're going to be able to survive and maintain yeah. ourselves is by joining them, by yeah. having an extension of our own minds and leveraging machines yeah. to continue the human race. So this is this is a very first step in that in that case, right? So on at the end of August here in 2020, um, so Elon Musk, if we don't current state, he developed a basically a coin size prototype of this brain implant, right? And that's right now it's analyzing brain, brain uh, uh, wavelengths. It's understanding how the brain works. They demonstrated how it looks for a pig. Um, and uh, the future state, as you were mentioning, is going to be you know, for amputees and for those who have been paralyzed to be able to operate limbs. Right. And then down the line, even be able to use these computers and devices and, and, and even more fascinating, it was like downloading information. What's fascinating to me, it's like I can understand how, you know, the human brain was already, um, it's already capable of operating limbs, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's what's, what's, what's within our, our own code right, right now. So an amputee, they no longer have that uh, limb. And so you could see how, you know, they could go and try to replace that. But what's it going to feel like? Like, what part of my brain do I need to move in order to text you? Right. You know, yeah, well, like, what does that feel like? like? That's consciousness. In yeah. A sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's communication. That's hard to predict. There's like, an, there's yeah. not a specific muscle that, right. that humans are already capable of just leveraging yeah. to go in and send a text right. or download information. So it's, it's, I mean, it feels like there's a couple more jumps that we still need to make and For there sure. definitely are. And, and there's also, I mean, it's, it's not the first of its kind. I think there's, an FDA approved device right now for suffer, sufferers of Parkinson's. Um, that, and it uses, I think, 10 electrodes. And then when you, and, and I mean, it's an amazingly impactful device, but then you look at Neuralink and compare it, it's a thousand electrodes and they're expecting to be able to place 10 of these Neuralinks in someone's skull. Mm -hmm. So then you have 10,000 uh, electrodes in your brain, which would be, I mean, a thousand times more powerful than what we're current, what we've currently seen. Yeah. 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 So there's so much more growth. That's, and, and you, so you mentioned, yes, we're doing this a lot right now. There's actually a Facebook company too, that's, uh, doing some things around, uh, brain machine interface or BMI. Mm -hmm. Um, but what's curious is that both Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, they've been somewhat silent yeah. about this. Well, so yeah, it's a pretty controversial. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of animal testing yeah. that's going to have to be done before yeah. humans are going to be the ones that are actually going to try right. this live. Right. And so I think that there's, there's some, they're being cautious around the PR or something yeah. like this. Obviously it's exciting. I think that they're not really willing to probably, uh, come out and say everything that's going on, all the testing they're doing until they can actually have something to show for right. it, right? Because yeah. at this point, it's then you're just dealing with animal yeah. cruelty and with I think, no ends. I mean, stage one of bad PR is animal testing. And then once you get past that, you have the the fact that you're essentially changing the code of humanity. Yeah. And you're, so if you can dangle that carrot in front of yeah, people right. and, and not really refer yeah. to how you got there, yeah. it's probably better for some of these tech companies. But it definitely, I mean, there's... You know, there's obviously, uh, I guess, animal rights issues that you have to think about with yeah. a lot of this stuff, right? And different yeah. federal laws and state laws for both of these companies, uh, the Facebook one and then and then uh, Neuralink, which is owned by Elon Musk, are both here mm -hmm. in, in California, right? So they have to abide by California laws right. around animal cruelty. Yeah. And I mean, all, you have to ask the question, when we lose the ability to differentiate between our capabilities, what happens to society moving forward? If we all have the same... Uh, 
So does school even matter at that point? Well, that's, yeah, seriously. Does if I could just download the information. How does wealth impact that? I mean, yeah. is, does everyone have access to that same upload and download capability or is it, is it a is pay it to play a, type of is situation? Is there going to be a yeah. huge amount of inequality? Right. I mean, that's what you exactly. really think about. Is it going to be a certain you know group of wealthy individuals yeah. that are probably going to be capable of, of purchasing this technology, that leveraging this technology, of, yeah, right. and they're going to want to keep it to themselves. Right. Like they're not going to want to give it to the, to the, to the mass population, yeah. right? So, I mean, fascinating. Yeah. Really. With like all the different ways that, I mean, you know, and it'll be an elective surgery too. So, I mean, other countries might have access to that before Americans if it's not covered by insurance. So, it yeah. would be a pretty interesting what situation. What's the research to see if China is doing anything like this yeah. right now? Yeah. Is it making any developments in this? Uh, well, that'll BMI create, space? I mean, just uh, there'll be a lot of competition internationally between I mean, different governments trying to stagger the progress of other countries. Yeah. I mean, if. Are, you know, China or, or some of these, or Russia is doing the same thing. The U.S. is not going to want to get them, let them, you know, get more advanced than we are. Totally. So. Well, I don't know about you, man, but we were, when we were doing the research for this podcast and like watching some of the videos of, of how it would look in a future state, it definitely makes me squirm a little bit to oh, see just the absolutely. way that like needles and these yeah. sort of devices are connecting to the brain. And Well, and then also I think they were saying that the initial device was four by four millimeters and had a thousand electrodes and those were just uh, inserted into like your cortex, I believe. But now in this new version, it, the device is 24 millimeters, which mm-hmm. is significantly bigger. I mean, that's bigger than a penny. And it's actually inserted into part of the skull. So they're mm-hmm. removing part of the skull, placing the... Neural, the, I don't know if it's called the Neuralink or the Link. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you actually have a, a piece of hardware replacing human anatomy, which is crazy. Yeah. Right? yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have to think about, I think that's probably the biggest takeaway from the latest release here is that we're at this point where we're decoding the brain. There's still so much more for us to understand uh, about the, about the human mind. And now we have the capability of, of implementing these devices into the brain to begin decoding it more. Mm-hmm. So we're still in the more of the, the learning stage at yeah. this point, but as part of the learning stage is also the ability to safely operate um, something like this in uh, a human that's naturally going to have a lot of movement in their mind, right? right? The brain just moves around all the time. It's like, unpredictable. And it's unpredictable. Yeah. And so you can't have, you can't, it can't be a, you know, incredibly dangerous device that could impact other parts of the brain that has to be saved. So I think, you know, the, a lot of the innovation that's happening right now is developing these safe devices that they can implement um, and, and, and can, can remain there for some mm-hmm. time to decode and, and to better understand the brain. So yeah. fascinating stuff. How, how long until, uh, until you'd be willing to... Oh, we got to go through a few trials. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I mean, would you, would you volunteer yourself to be? One I don't of the think I'd volunteer ones? until Elon did it himself. Yeah. <laughs> that would make, I'm, also, he's probably got one of the, the fastest working brains on the planet. What does that even so, do? Yeah, yeah, seriously. If I could, if it, maybe I skip up to Elon's capabilities, that'd be, that'd be yeah. pretty enticing. But yeah. uh, I think the risk is a little too intense for me. Yeah, yeah. I know, man. I know. Well, let's, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see, I guess, how this all develops, and I guess more to come on it. And, yeah. it, and we're, we're basically we're picking up as much information as we can get because again, they're being they're being a little bit quiet secretive. About yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Well, then you also looked up the building that they're in in San Francisco, and you would have no clue. You would it's have not no a, it's not a idea. Luxurious office building. It's an old school San Francisco. Yeah. Was it Pioneer? Pioneer it's like building. Pioneer building. I think is what yeah. it was. Let me see. But it was yeah. So it's like this small building. Let's see. yeah, the Pioneer building in San Francisco, I mean, the which name houses. Fits. Totally, yeah. which houses, yeah, if you look at it, it's just a random building on the corner here. 
but it houses both Neuralink and it also houses OpenAI, yeah. which is another, like I guess, side project that Elon Musk is running to kind of yeah. rein in AI. I will say $150 million, it's impressive what they've done. With, sure. I mean, that's it's a big chunk of change, but you look at some of these other companies, I mean, you're looking at billions of dollars of funding to make Technolo- technological advancements that are this extreme. Yeah, and so, they, I mean, uh, what what is the? I guess it's a pretty much a, a pretty long term profit model. Yeah, right. Yeah, when? Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you actually start seeing profit from it, which, yeah. I mean, that's and then once you do, it's like, yeah, we're the ones with this technology. Yeah, yes. yeah. I'd be curious to see. Like, I'm I'm hoping that we see more of this. I'm hoping that we learn more about the incredibly secretive company that uh, that Facebook is also Yeah, I had no idea that they had one. I didn't really see Zuckerberg, that. I mean, the tough thing for him is he's already in the public light as such a negative figure. Yeah. I mean, he should keep that shit secret. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's got to deal with disinformation yeah. on Facebook. He's got a freaking yeah. election to worry about Exa- for yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. Anything else that we should talk about? I, I mean, I think that's the extent of it. Um I'm sure there's going to be a lot more that comes out and uh, hopefully this will act as a foundation to it and then we can build off of it. But yeah. uh, I mean, we're just kind of relying on Elon and his team and telling us a bit more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was only, it was, so this guy tweets all the time to Elon Musk, right? Yeah. And I don't know what it is right now as of like a couple of weeks ago, or I guess it's about a week ago now when they had, uh, had done this live stream on their link to do the update and, and show the, uh, and show the pig. But Prior to that, he'd only tweeted about it like three times. Yeah, and he which is odd because yeah, with SpaceX, I mean, there's he's daily tweeting tweets about constantly. It, yeah. Like that's yeah. I don't even. We get is that a good off. sign or is that is that a lack of confidence on his side? Maybe he's you know he's a pretty he's a pretty confident guy. I think yeah. he's, he's I mean, it works for him though. I think. Yeah. But the fact that he's uh, being so secretive about this makes me maybe think it's not progressing as quickly as he expected. He's got so many balls in the air. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Honestly. I mean, he's, changing space exploration or potentially the ability to inhabit another planet. Yeah. He's the largest electrical car, electric car company on the planet. Solar with solar city. He also PayPal. And now he's just changing the way the human brain works with, uh, there's probably multiple Elon Musk's. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. He's, think cloned. he's cloned himself. <laughs> uh, we'll get, we'll dig it out in the next <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just one running each individual company. It's probably what yeah. it is, yeah. dude. Like, how are you going to have all these, like, life-changing companies yeah. all at once? And, you know, you're just a spokesman for all of them. And, I mean, it, you're spreading yourself pretty thin there. He's got to have a pretty good team behind yeah. him. Or or he's definitely cloned himself. Yeah. It's one of the two. Or he actually already developed Neuralink, and he's been using it. And now he's finally opening it up to the public once he's got his, so his hands just, on the world as much as he needs them to be. He's yeah. just pretending that they're in the early yeah. stage. Oh, we're using it on a, on a pig. Little do we know it's already yeah, in his brain. Yeah, exactly. That would, honestly, that would make a lot more sense than there's just some human that's out there yeah. that's, that's yeah. like this. Yeah, this shit doesn't add up. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. All right, well, there you have. What is Neuralink? What actually is Neuralink? That's the name of the podcast. That's the name of the podcast.